Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. You know, there's this guy in my life. It's this guy that he's supposed to supposed to be doing this show, but he's not here, of course. I guess you could say he's my, you know, quote-unquote friend. Those are strong quotation marks, very strong. Huge, gigantic, like building-sized quotation marks. His name's Mike De Silva. Really? How do I... Makes my life a lot more interesting. By interesting, I mean worse. Kidding, Mike, love you. No, I'm not kidding. Die. And I know I'm getting you. I'm gonna get you to listen to this later. I'll make you listen to this for sure. So, so for when you're listening, I want to say something to you, man. I want to say something to you, Mike, directly to you. I mean this. Sincerely. I hate you. I'll say it again. I hate you. I I'm gonna say I hate you. I hate you. I hate I hate you. Feel very strongly about that indeed. Man, I hate that kid. He should be doing this show right now. Well, too bad, Mike. You missed out on a great show. That's your fault. Oh, what are you going to do? All right, so also out from the show is Jack Ware. But I'm not angry with him because, one, I don't get angry with Jack. I only get angry with Mike because he pisses me off constantly and daily, frequently, not Jack. Two, because he was here for the show yesterday. He did a great job. Great job. Killed it, destroyed it, murdered it. Did a fantastic job with the show. Big Jack Ware. J Money. He's J Money. That's his nickname. I, I, I just invented yesterday. Mike's nickname is TC. But I, I can't say what that means on air. I'm not allowed. So, so this is our first official episode. We had a preview episode yesterday. But this is the first official episode of the show. It's great to be here. So yeah, we had a short 15-minute preview yesterday, as I said. But here's the start of our daily show on weekdays, just probably on weekdays, 30 minutes long at 5 p.m. daily, 5, 5 Eastern. Now, after a name change... The show went through a name change. It was uh, it was the sports podcast, a very generic, stupid name. Actually, surprised it was available, but I picked it. But decided to change it because I realized no one's going to be able to find it. You're just going to get keywords from every other sports cast ever when you search it. So, 
the name of this show is now much more original name. Bass Cast Sports is the name. Bass Cast Sports. For those who don't understand that name, my last name is Basso. B A S S O Basso. That's my last name. It's Italian. Everyone calls me it. Everyone calls me Basso. I'm not even sure why. I don't even know how that started, but basically become my name. Like my first my first name's Kyle, but everyone calls me Basso. Uh, sometimes for final people shorten it to Bass. Like, yo, hey, what's up, Bass? What's going on, Bass? You know, like the fish, because they made fun that it's like the same name as a as a popular fish. Uh, so I've gotten bass. I've also gotten bass fish, bass fishing, <laughs> all sort of nicknames that I won't get into right now. Some some begin with bass f b a s s f, and like the rest, I just can't I can't say on air. But anyway, my last thing. I'm getting off topic. My last name is Basso. Bass like the fish, and this is a podcast. Basso podcast. So if you combine that together, you get bass cast. Get bass cast. That makes sense, right? Good. Yeah, you got it. Word. Okay. And it's a joke because it sounds like a fishing net, like a bass cast, like you, like a net you like use to cast your fish, cast your bass. But it's really a podcast. Ooh. So that's the joke there. Basscast Sports, the name of the show. You add sports at the end so they know it's a sports show. Basscast Sports. So, yeah, I'd like to make clear to people who might get confused out there that this is not a fishing show. This is not a fishing show. Don't let bass confuse you. This is Basscast, but it's not a fishing show. That's why sports is in there. Basscast sports. Fishing is not a fishing is not a sport. This is sports. We got baseball, basketball, football, hockey mainly. Both professional and college, like the big like basketball, football, like the big college sports. Maybe we'll go in a little golf also. We'll see. Maybe some other sports. There's a huge story involved. We'll see what happens. But we're, anyway, we're going to talk a lot of sports. It's going to be a lot of fun. So as I said before, Mike and Jack are not here. So that means the show today is all mine. I have the show to myself. All the airtime. You see, I'm going off the rails saying whatever I want right now and having fun. <laughs> Freedom. Liberty. Ha, <laughs> ha. It's great. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. So... So it's all my show today. We're going to have some fun. So as I've said before, my name is Kyle Basso. You can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at Kyle Basso, at K-Y-L-E-B-A-S-S-O. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram there. You can also follow the show on Instagram. You can follow the show. We have our own account. Follow the show on Instagram at BassCastSports. That's at B-A-S-S-C-A-S-T. S-P-O-R-T-S, Cast Sports. Please follow us on Instagram. Please do. We'll usually be providing updates and previews on future shows, but I actually couldn't today. It's funny because at like 2 a.m. last night, I went on a huge advertising campaign. I commented on a million different pages to follow us, follow us, all this advertising. I ended up getting my account blocked for 24 hours. <laughs> LOL. So... So posting will start tomorrow. 
But please, follow the show on Instagram. Also, you can call into the show at 646-564-9925. That's 646-564-9925. So if there's anyone listening right now, I don't know if there is, please call in. Call into the show. I'd love to talk to you. We'll debate debate sports with all you clowns. (laughs) We'll have some fun with that. That'll be good. No one's calling right now. I don't even know if anyone listening, but I will see. But, yeah, so let's not waste any time. Well, we all already wasted loads of time, but who cares? We're at the 10-minute mark of our show. That was a good introduction there. I have all the airtime to myself. So i got to fill some time. You know, but now we're ready to get started. So a huge story today, we'll start with football, is the Ezekiel Elliott story. I don't know if you've heard. That's why you're listening to the show to find out this stuff. So, what happened is Ezekiel Elliott, on a video from TMZ, he was shown going into a marijuana dispensary, they call it. And, and he was shown in there. It wasn't shown him making any purchases, but it was implied that he did. He probably did, obviously. Why else would he be in there? And so. The reason there was a marijuana dispensary is because it's illegal, it's recreational use of pot is legal in the state of Washington, but that does not make it okay what Ezekiel Elliott did. Because if I don't care if it's illegal in the state, I don't care if it's illegal or not. If it's illegal in the NFL, you're not allowed to do it in the NFL. You get suspended. It's illegal in the NFL. So we had no right to do that as much as anyone else had a right to do it in a state where it's illegal. Had the same obligation to not do it as anyone else that that has that obligation in certain states. So he should not have done that. And one person who agrees with me on that is owner of the Cowboys, famous owner Jerry Jones himself. He said so many times in a statement that he was so upsetting to see. It's not good, not good, not good. He said not good three times. Whenever a big guy like Jerry Jones goes out and say that, you know you're in trouble. And he had the right to be upset. What is Ezekiel Elliott thinking? Can you someone explain that to me? What the hell is he thinking? He, it was hours before his first preseason game. And not just that, he's a rookie. He's a promising rookie. It was not only his first preseason game, but the first NFL game he was ever going to play in his life. And hours before it, he got to go get some get some pot. Going to get some weed hours before the, his first ever game. Ridiculous. So why would he do that? And, yeah, as I just went over before, you clowns are going to be like, well, it's legal. It's not legal in the NFL. If you're in the NFL, you can't do it. You're an athlete. You gotta handle yourself with class. You got higher expectations. You shouldn't do it at all. Doesn't matter how old you are, how long you've been in the league, no matter if you have a game that day or not. You shouldn't do it at all. But to do it hours before your first game, I mean, makes it that much worse. Uh, that's re- very immature, irresponsible, selfish. Most of all, stupid. Just plain stupid. 
so many stupid people in the NFL. Josh Gordon throwing his career away for pot with Elliot. Like, how all these stupid idiots throw their careers away basically for pot? I don't get it. I don't get it. Why are people so stupid? I mean, I don't smoke pot, so I don't know what I'm saying, but there is no way pot can be that great, that good, that you throw away millions of dollars in your future way. There's no way. There's no way that's what it is. I, I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. People are just so, 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 so stupid. That's, that's, all, that's all I can say. Like Mike DeSilva. Oh. oh, shout out to Mike DeSilva. Thank you. There we go. Okay, so as we continue here, we're going to move on to the Yankees. Now, there's a big week of games for the Yankees coming up. Very important. Huge games coming up. Huge. Games that will decide their season. Games that will make or break their season. Make or break. This is where it's decided whether or not you have a fun September with meaningful games, important games, or if it's just a September where all right, the season's over, you had your run, now you're out of it. These couple series are going to decide that, folks. You got three versus the Orioles, who's ahead of them in the division. Three against the Royals, which is huge because they're right ahead of them in the wild card. The Royals series is especially huge. Then another three with the Orioles. So imagine how much you can make up with the O's in just these, just this week let alone the Blue Jays, who's a lot closer to you in the wild card. You've got to win those games. So that's after those that second series with the Orioles, and you have three more against the Blue Jays, then three more against the Orioles. They'll play three series against the Orioles in the next, like, what is it? Five series, like three of their next five series against the Orioles. Crazy. You've got to take advantage. And then three more against the Blue Jays after that. All right, so... My mistake, three against the Orioles, then the Royals, then the Orioles, and then the Blue Jays. So you do play the Orioles twice in the next five series, but Blue Jays and Orioles, again, are much later in September, not right after that. But still, these are you're playing all these teams in all these series. These are all the teams you're battling, all these teams ahead of you. If you want to make up ground, you've got to beat these teams. You have to. You've got to win these games. You have to. No more two out of three. That's what the Yankees have been doing. Two out of three here. Two out of three here. Lose two out of three, maybe. If you want to go on a huge run, you have to make a statement. You have to sweep. You've got to pull out the brooms, knock these teams out of the water, and sweep them. I know it's hard to do, but if you're the Yankees, you've got to do it at this point. You have to. You've got to sweep these teams. Make a statement. Show you're going on a run. And honestly, even though they're kind of playing well with this team, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen with this team. You can be as optimistic as you want, but with this team, I think the Yankees definitely are not making the playoffs. They're just not. They don't have enough they don't have enough talent. To, well, it's almost not even about talent. They have good young players. It's not even about that. It's about 
There's just too much ground to make up. There's too many teams ahead of them. Four teams ahead of them. You know, no, no way they're going to be able to sweep everybody. That just doesn't happen. You know, Gary, they're going to eventually figure out how to pitch Gary Sanchez. That plane's going to die out. We don't know what's going to happen with the other players. So, yeah, I don't think Gary Sanchez kind of carrying the team right now. Eventually, that flame's going to die out. Yeah, so I don't, playoffs doesn't look like it's going to happen with this team, in my opinion. You can you can hope for the best, root for them, have fun, but look at it. I mean, there's four teams ahead of them before the two spots. So they would have to jump over all four of those teams, one, 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 bang, 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 jump over all of them. And then you still have Baltimore and Boston, the two teams at the top. You know, one of them will get the division, but you still have to jump over that other one to get one of the spots. So yeah, it doesn't look like it's really going to happen. You have to jump over too many teams. You have to play flawless baseball, flawless. I don't think they can. Like even if they lose, even if they lose one game, so you think every time they lose one game, a bunch of those other teams they have to jump over are winning a game at that same time, so that they all gain ground on you, which puts you even more back by just losing one game. And even when the Yankees win, don't you think at least a bunch mathematically a bunch of those other teams are also going to win probably? that you're not even moving ahead of them. It's it's much too tough with all these teams ahead of you. Too many teams in between you fighting just like you are. It's not going to happen. The Yankees are not making the playoffs. It's not going to – I really – I'm a diehard Yankee fan. I really wish it would happen. It doesn't look like it is. But that being said, these next few series against the Orioles and Royals are huge, very important, meaningful games, and we'll see what they can do. We will see. Okay. Having some fun here. Doing a good job. Bass solo, I'll call this. Me doing the show by myself. Basso solo. Almost at the 20-minute mark of the show. Rolling along. We've talked some Yankees. Did my big intro. Gil Elliott. And now, next up, it's the game... Everyone's looking forward to the big game coming up tomorrow night, Giants-Jets, the MetLife Bowl. Everyone's looking forward to the big game. Huge, huge, awesome preseason game. Awesome. So much fun. It's almost like not even a preseason game. It's so much fun. It's like by the fans, players, coaches. It's like a regular season game almost, even though there's sub-substitutions in, like, the fourth quarter. Mostly, like, the fans really enjoy it. Everyone loves it. Mostly like a regular season game. And you can watch it. Giants Jets tomorrow night at 730 on CBS is the game in the network. So excited for that. Always fun to see those two big New York City rivalry teams play each other. We all hate each other as fans, and it's a lot of fun. New York rivalry. Both teams are pretty good now. So, with the Giants having a huge huge spending offseason and the Jets getting their quarterback back and having a good defense and bringing in a pretty good team as well. So, it's a pretty good rivalry now, and even though they won't play each other during the season, 
think both teams might be equal in talent, and it'll be really be interesting to see what happens in the preseason games. And even though win-win losing doesn't matter so much for for records, it doesn't count. But for bragging rights, it matters, and also it's a lot of fun. So winning and losing matters in that sense, also of having fun root for your team. So that's why it's a really fun game. And things to watch for that game is the third preseason. Giants Jets is the biggest one. That's why I love it's the third game. But for really for any any third preseason game. It's like it's like a dress rehearsal. It's basically almost like the regular season, as I said. The third, everyone plays. They play at least the first half, probably the first three quarters, like a dress rehearsal for the season to get ready for the regular season. So they'll start as play, and it's gonna it should be a good game, a lot of fun. But the even bigger story than that is it is time. For the return of Victor Cruz. Yeah, touchdown, doing the salsa. Yeah, it's finally going to happen after years of this guy being injured. And it's so exciting to see what he can do. You know, he's been my favorite giant. For me, ever since he came up, he was my favorite giant. Hated to see him get hurt as bad as that injury was. So happy that he's back. I I don't know how healthy that groin is. So it'll be interesting and exciting to see what he can do out on that field. And I'm very excited to watch. So Victor Cruz, a big storyline of this game. Because with Victor Cruz healthy, the Giants are, are much better. Even if he's a shell of himself, even if he's a shell of what he used to be, he used to be very good. Even if he's a shell of that, He's definitely going to influence, unless he's terrible, he will make this Giants offense better. He just will. Add depth to their receivers. Could be a great combo with Odell if all goes well. And you can't say he doesn't make their offense better because it really does, and it's really exciting to have him back and see what he can do. Hopefully he's good. Hopefully he makes the Giants offense that much better. I think he will. So, it's the 48th consecutive preseason game between the Giants and Jets. Can you believe that? 48th consecutive. The Jets won last year's game, 28 to 18, and the Jets lead the all-time series, 25-21 to one. There was a tie in 1972, but every year since then there was an outcome, and Jets lead the overall series, 25-21, pretty close for four-game differential. Hopefully my boys, the Giants, can cut it to three this year. Bleed blue, baby. Go Giants. So now, as we continue to preview this this big Giants-Jets game, we go over the Giants injury report. You know, every year it seems like, oh, my God, another injury. Another injury. The Giants are always battling with all these injuries, especially with their offensive lines. Very annoying. But And there are a bunch of injuries against this year, but most of them aren't really offensive line. I think only one of them is. The, but some players are also coming back, which is good. JT Thomas activated off the pup list recently, the third and final player activated off of that list. 
Left guard, Justin Pugh, shoulder. Cornerback, Eli Apple, with his strained leg muscle. Defensive end, Kerry Wynn, groin. And wide receiver, Jeremy Davis, with his hamstring. They all missed the second preseason game in Buffalo, which the Giants lost. They all returned to practice, which is good. Good sign they're all coming back. However, tight ends Will Johnson and Matt Lacoste and safeties Darian Thompson and Mikel Thompson, who has a concussion, did not practice. And I know the biggest story there is Eli Apple. And good news there, Ben McAdoo, head coach, expects Apple to play. And while we'll have to wait and see, we're not sure about Pugh and Davis. That's the Giants injury report. Once Mike DeSilva finally gets on here, that'll be his specialty. Giants. He loves the Giants. And so back to Eli Apple. He's focusing on the outside. He's been honing his skills at left corner. He previously spent his time rotating in on the slot, but now he's focusing on the outside, the corner, and it says he, it's helping him because he can focus on one thing. That's a bright young kid. I didn't think they needed another corner, but yeah, I do think he's a good young player, so he's good in that sense. And since they didn't get a Mukamara back, it's a pretty good pick, even though they did have more important needs in other areas. So I'm not thrilled with the pick, but hope he does well. He seems like a good young player. Another good young player who this was a great pick. This I think this pick was universally loved, was wide receiver Sterling Shepard. There's, and I think he's going to bode really well in this offense. Imagine if Cruz does well. Then you got Beckham, Cruz, and then, oh, I forgot about Shepard. Shepard's wide open. Imagine if all three are good and, and Eli's good. You can be very excited about this Giants offense. I don't love Rashad Jennings. I don't love their running back situation, but I think the receivers are good quarterbacks. Uh, Eli's done good with Ben McAdoo. I think he's got a good passing style offense. And now on to another Shepherd, Kelvin Shepherd. There's been a competition competition for the starting role at mid linebacker, and it's remaining open heading into this big third preseason game against the Jets. Jasper Brinkley started against Miami, and then Kelvin Shepherd got the nod at Buffalo. Defensive coordinator Steve Spagnolo said the competition is neck and neck. We've been repping in exactly that way. Even when you see in practice, Kelvin will go with the first team and then Jasper will do the same thing. It's been a great battle. Two guys that respect each other, and that's what the league is all about. The more you can get out of every position, the better you're going to be. Yep, so there's a good competition there. I always love competitions. I think it brings out the best in the player because both are going to work harder, try harder to get that job. It's going to bring out the best of them, and it's really exciting. I have some more stuff in the Giants, so we only got two minutes left, so we got to move on. So that's your Giants report in the future that will feature Mike DeSilva. All right, so I had some more football stories. There's a Patriots made some big trades the, uh, the other day that I think were very good trades. Got a bunch of first-round, former first-round picks that's really helping their defense. Good trades for the past. Look out for them this year, even though I don't like them. But even with Brady out, I think the Pats are going to be a threat this year, especially when they get him back. But I want to move on. we got one minute. I want to move on to the Rangers. And this will be Jack Ware's specialty. You see, I'm covering all these guys' segments because they're out. But the New York Rangers 
recently agreed to terms with free agent Brandon Perry in a one-year, $1.1 million deal to add some more depth. And so that way the lines, it looks like it's going to be Kreider, Stephon Nash, Miller, Jad, which is a, the stud they got for Broussard. He looks really good. And Zuccarello, Jimmy Vesey, Kevin Hayes, Pavel Bunovich, and Michael Grounder, Nathan Gurman, Jesper Fass. Looks good. Look like some good players here. This offseason, the Rangers have gotten much younger, and Jeff Gordon has done a fantastic job improving the Rangers' depth. They've got depth now at a very low cost. And it looks like their defense might struggle, but I think their offense looks pretty good, even though they might trade Rick Nash. All right, so we're wrapping it up here. That's going to do it for the show. I think this was a good first show. And we actually do have another minute. And, yeah, so as I said, don't rule out a trade for Rick Nash. Uh, I, I think it looks unlikely at this point, but he has struggled for them. I think last year he struggled for them pretty well, pretty pretty good. He's been inconsistent. I think he, they could definitely move him and still get I don't think it'll happen, but it's definitely a possibility. But anyway, I like their offense. They make good signings, and they had good players, too, that they retained. Last year, the problem was their speed. When they lost Haglin, they lost a lot with their speed. Haglin's probably the fastest player in the league, but they got some good young players with speed back for low cost, as I said. And I think they're one of the better teams. I think some teams will play better than them. They could even miss the playoffs or do bad in the playoffs, but I think they do have potential. They do have some talent, and it'll be interesting to see what happens with the Rangers this year. I'm excited for the for the hockey season. And so now that will do it for the show. And to end the show, Mike, I mean this sincerely. Uh, Mike, this is for you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. See you tomorrow or Monday. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.